Everybody and welcome to <laughs> Not Another Nat One Small Talk. Yeah. This is a podcast about a podcast where we play <laughs> fantasy role-playing games. Damn right. My name is your boy Alex Smith. And I play what did I decide? I don't remember. Parental paladin? Pretty I still paladin. like Playtime Paladin. Pretty, there's a I lot of Prideful Paladin. Prideful Paladin works. I, I mean, in the Discord, I agreed with somebody, and I probably should have figured that out beforehand. But yeah, I'm playing the Gladiator Paladin Lion Folk Fitty Fitty Tyson. Uh, and Hard body. Episode three was was. There's a lot to talk about. Well, we're on <laughs> episode episode four now, which buddy. we already have done. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. yeah, we have episode done. Three episode three was a certified three. banger. Well, Damn episode right. four, I'm excited also to talk about. A banger. Hello. Hi, I'm Keith. Hey, Big I Poppy. Play, yep. I play Couch Luck. Edition of Big Poppy. Yeah, Couch Edition. Oh, they're not, not even going to see my Couch Edition. It's just you oh, guys. Oh, they're not. They're yeah. Not. This is just yeah. the goodness for us. But just know Keith is on his couch and it looks so cozy. I have He's the worst and most comfortable setup in the group, with, which is my, my headset. So sorry if I sound like shit. Uh, but I play Luck, who is a gunner and has a gun and no bit. <laughs> Done. Check. Say there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, we're not sitting up? at the table. Yeah, so we're we not gotta, sitting at the table. We yeah, got to figure up, it everybody? out. Oh, we'll say that Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Sam. I'll let no, you go. go ahead. I, I'm no. going to let you finish. But, Keith, I thought you said the next intro was just going to be Luck Gun. Oh, no. I got to shorten it. You're right. That'll be yeah, Small Talk yeah, 5. I'll it. be okay. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? My name is Sam Allen. I play Doss, the elf variant artificer. Alongside me, as always, is my robot sidekick, a.k.a. Mac. And, Aww. yeah, this is our first virtual small talk which is exciting and scary and pretty cool because we all get to do it from our pjs at home yeah i'm still in my work outfit bro not work out fit but like work work space outfit outfit, yeah but you look fit oh thanks buddy yeah you're looking good but hey everybody i am chase ezel and i am your pit master in the main in the main podcast here i'm just i'm just chase uh but also Stick around till the end of this episode because we have a special little treat for you. We sat down with a toy company who is telling us about their new Kickstarter. So stick around till the end and we'll be talking to Josh and Alex from Game Tank. It's a lot of fun. And how about we just get into this? Yeah, dude, their name they got a guy named Alex. They got a guy Mm. named Alex. What's up, Alex? I'm Alex. There can't be there can uh, there can only be one Alex. There can only be one, so uh-oh. Not really, not really. I'm not threatening anybody. No, there's plenty of room in the world for the numerous Alexes. I'm, but I am actively trying to get my Google Nest to turn the upstairs air down because it's hot. Oh, it's toasty. It is toasty. Got it down to 67 now. So calm, cool sounds of Nano 104.9. Anyway, Chase, take it away. I was going to let him keep going until he stopped figuring out what to say. Same. Yeah, I was waiting for the full radio sign off. 
Sign off now. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a good one. Okay, for this real. This is a fun small talk. <laughs> oh we, we are here to talk about episode four, and I'm sure that y'all have some favorite moments. Also, audience, you don't know this because you're not looking at my computer screen right now. Uh, Andrew's not with us for this one, so sorry you're getting the four of us. But of the four of us, y'all want to talk about your favorite moments? No, yes. I want to I wanna, uh, go eat dinner. Me too, but we got we to gotta talk about favorite moments. Oh, first. yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. Who who wants to go first? Sam has to go first. It's tradition. Okay, so my favorite moment. Uh, also, sorry, listening audience. I had to change headsets because my tech was, in the words of Alex, fucky. So, in the words of Chase, fucky, wucky. Uh, fucky, wucky. Uh, so, I honestly think my favorite moment from episode four was when Luck and Clive were walking in the street and Clive just had to pickpocket some oh, stranger. Oh, just like goodness. just like out of habit. Like it was so nonchalant. It was like, yeah, I just want to take this dude's money. And like it wasn't the fact that he took the money. It was the fact that like it just seemed like a normal thing in Clive's day to do. So Keith, the way you just like went along with it and was able to just like you knew exactly what he was doing and you knew exactly how to help him. I thought like I thought that was a cool moment because it kind of showed like y'all's y'all's bond that y'all have yeah, as uh, and, as friends. And then Chase let Tony do the whole like shingle riding yeah. slide thing. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, one of my favorite here. things about you having a hawk named Tony is is Every chance I can, he's on something skateboard adjacent. <laughs> Bro, he did Christ stare. He, he did. Christ did. There. He, he did, did, didn't he? Yeah. Absolutely did. Oh my God. What's are we going round table without the it's table? It's your turn. It's your turn. Okay, it's my turn. My favorite part was uh Alex's character interacting with his family, which I just enjoy every time. It's so that, uh, that was very wholesome. It's just like uh Jesus, Fiddy, I forgot your character's name for just a split second. Somehow, <laughs> Fiddy uh, interacting with his daughter and his wife and stuff and just being a normal, you know, family man on top of all of his other stuff that he is. Uh, I think that's really interesting. I I would say... So it's it's hard because absolutely my favorite part of this entire episode was the one that you just brought up because I I think it was the first time that Fiddy that you guys get to see what I've wanted Fiddy to be and that is a father a husband above all things. So that was super super fun uh to see. The other thing that I really liked about episode 4 4 Three. I don't know which one is it? Is it's four. episode four, it's right? Four. So, so it actually. So, listen, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them peek behind the kimono for just a second, because <laughs> not the kimono. Yes. I, I, I stole it from Chase because Chase is the last one. <laughs> I stole it from Dungeons and Daddies. Okay, okay so okay. we've got and a lot the of Okay, so we've got a lot of stealing that's going on. But one thing that we did not steal was y'all remember how difficult it was to get episode four by the end oh, of it recorded and the the takes and all of that stuff. This is the place to talk about that kind of yeah. thing. Wow, that, that is like 
a sensitive part behind the kimono. It's a, I, if we don't want to talk about it, guys, you just say, hey, Alex, your favorite moment is cool, but we're going to bleep it. But no, if y'all, I like it. If y'all want to talk about the work that went into episode three, episode four, and kind of, you know, we are D&D players first and foremost. But at the same time, we're also telling a story. Uh, and we we had to do a little bit of re-storyboarding between episode three and four, and it it, it flowed better. Do you, Chase, do you want to say kind of what we what we did? Yeah, that- just so that they know where it kind of cuts, where it, what what happens, where they've heard it. They're not even going to notice that it that yeah, we did any of this stuff. Really, you won't. And partially just because of Alex's masterful editing and a lot of coordination coordinated efforts between us of like listening through and finding the the stuff that needed to be kept in each one the stuff that we needed to cut because yeah the little real peek behind it was four was supposed to initially be a replacement for three yeah and you almost didn't hear what you heard is episode three because i i let it get in my head like oh i'm taking over the dm reigns now i gotta figure this out and it it was really around here where season two for us kind of fell into place. Yeah. And working through this, figuring out the storyboard, kind of like how would these characters actually actually react? Because they want to go check on their families, of course. Why wouldn't they? Even if they're being told they're safe, they all have no evidence of that. Yeah, in, in episode four, what you guys hear of episode four is really the culmination of what Sam and I had a conversation after episode three. And obviously there's nothing wrong with episode three. Episode three is... Certified banger. It's a certified banger. It's absolutely it, it, it is incredible. And I'm so glad that we found a way to incorporate what really it was for Fiddy. Because going back to what Keith said, we wouldn't have had that moment of the, the, the real reason of why Fiddy is doing what he's doing, why he would check on his families. Originally, we didn't, we weren't going to do something like that. And then when we decided to do that, we were just going to cut three, if I'm, if I'm correct. Yeah. And then we recorded four and then realized three was pretty good. And we had to go back and kind of fix some stuff, change, not change anything. It's still the same exact story. We just, Change the order. Yeah. yeah, since four was a replacement, there are duplications of events that had to be fixed. So, listening audience, now you know. Even we make mistakes and sometimes have to fix that shit as a team. I yeah, wouldn't it, even call it a mistake, though. It did suck. We fought that dragon in episode four originally. Oh, and we had to oh cut yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He but got I, that super powerful OP sword and spell book that just now are lost to the abyss. Yeah, that's, killed. that's why I said get rid of it. But no, no, no. I Chase, I don't want I don't want us in this moment and the, the listening audience to to think that we made a mistake and we had to fix it. What we ended up doing was thinking we made a mistake and ended up making something even better for it. It's it's this was my favorite episode that I've been a part of on this season so far. Like it's been, it, it's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah. And this season has been a banger. Oh it's my been goodness. A good one. And y'all ain't even, y'all, we're just starting now. Just wait. We're a little bit ahead of y'all. You got some fun shit coming. And my favorite, my favorite part of the episode 
is this vindication now knowing what I've always known to be true is that I'm amazing and even the shit I put out is still great. So, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, no. That's the lesson you learned, huh? <laughs> that was <laughs> Absolutely. I can't do wrong. <laughs> I'm always perfect. Yeah, well, we all know this podcast was originally founded to stroke Chase's ego, so I'm not really following that. Soon. Absolutely, not his wiener, though. No, just my ego. <laughs> all right, y'all want to? I got some listener questions picked out. Y'all want to talk about some of those? Yeah, sure. Absolutely, we love, we love the listener questions. All right, so from Gonger Brood in the Discord, shout out Gonger Brood. Who in the party do you all believe has the best fashion sense? Who has the best fashion oh. sense? Hmm. I, <laughs> I got an answer to this one. It depends on what you consider fashion, though. That's the problem. Is I, I, I think we're all going to have different answers. That, that makes it juicy, though, bro. That makes it juicy. So day to day, who's got the best fit? Who's walking down the street and turning heads? It's definitely fitty. Fit. It's, it's definitely, definitely fitty. It's, it's, it's definitely uh, fitty. By that definition, probably fitty. I, uh, okay. I, for for I would say for fashion sense, as in a sense for fashion, Luck is probably up there because he has a small wardrobe in his backpack of disguises, and he actually knows like what is in style and what makes you look a certain way. Like yeah, he has but, it down to like a science. Yeah, but fitty, fitty starts what's in style. Okay. Mm. <laughs> He's a trendsetter. <laughs> I'm uh, a trendsetter. Stat- status. I got the trends, baby. Like what you're disguising yourself as, I've already done it in the ring. See, but I, I'm a, I'm kind of in Keith's camp here. I, I think Luck is probably spends more, like at least a little bit more effort on it and probably has some damn good fits because Fiddy half the time is in a big old suit of armor. You're turning heads anyway because you're a lion dude strolling through the streets with a giant, giant shield while Luck is sitting there picking out his stuff, got that riz that he is just pumping all over the place. Ugh. I mean, that suit of armor is also the most notable suit of armor in the whole city. Like, if you see the armor, you it know is. it's Fiddy Tyson's armor. You do know it's Fiddy Tyson. But, I don't know. Audience, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, I, yeah, I, this I is, say, like this is a philosophical debate more we, than we like can a literal agree, debate. Though, that it's not fucking Doss. It's, it's not, I'm sorry. Oh, but no, it's do, definitely not. No, Doss has pink not. hair. Doss has pink hair. Okay, mm-hmm. so he got, he's got some kind of... Fa- Wait, is the pink natural, Sam, yes. for Doss? Oh, it, it is. is. Okay, so he just looks good by default. Not really a fashion sense, just him. But all right. Wait, wait, wait. Remind me what Doss looks like because I he has pink hair, like purple skin. Yeah, he's got purple skin, pink hair, and wears. uh, His uniform is like blue and has like some yellow in it, and uh, I think that's it. His eyes are. His eyes are also uh, purple, I believe. I would argue that you would be turning some heads too. Yeah, but that's just a look. From, that's the natural riz. I feel like people see me though and are like, they don't think it's natural. They're like, oh, he's like, he's dying it this he's way. He's done something to yeah. get this look. That that people assume too much, don't they? they yeah, do. and without without Andrew's face in front of me, I forgot to even think about Clive. But I don't. I, I thought about Clive, but Clive would be more similar to Luck, but See, Luck is more charismatic is, than Clive. And Clive doesn't want to be noticed. So he usually yeah. wants to sneak around and steal and therefore would not 
dress too fashionably. He would dress more utilitarian, right? I, I would think... Uh, luck is the same way, though. It just depends on the job we're doing at yeah. the time for like who's... Usually the humans are like seen as the upper class in a lot of these societies, or at least not halflings who kind of look like tieflings. Yeah. So <laughs> I, would, I would say luck plays the, the rich guy parts more often. Do y'all yeah. think, since, since Andrew's not here to defend himself, do y'all think Clive shops at like a kid's clothing store. No, 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 no. I remember in one of the episodes, maybe episode one or two, he says, he says something that like, if people look at him, they see somebody that's super well dressed, but if they take a deeper look at him, they're like, wait, why are his clothes too big? No, I think that was luck. <laughs> No, that was, I think that, that was Clive. That was Clive. Clive was talking oh, about okay. how like, all of his clothes are... He said, they're well tailored, just not to me. Not to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot about that. That's good. Well, all right. Next question from the narrator. Shout out Shout the narrator. Out narrator. Shout out narrator. We, we litigated this one a little bit in the Discord already, but we need this conversation recorded and for the world. Because not you personally, but what is your character's opinion on the Oxford comma? Uh, this is easy. Doss doesn't think it, it exists. He's a man of science and math. He has no use for commas. Oh, my God. Oh, Love that, doesn't know that, what that is. Me. I don't know if Fiddy can write. I've never established that in the canon lore of who Fiddy is. If you can't, if you can't kill somebody with an with an Oxford comma, then Fiddy doesn't want it. I don't want it. I really it's don't. Like an Oxford comma. Oxford <laughs> comma. Oh, uh, that's gonna be a magic item. The Oxford comma. <laughs> that would be. Oh, that would be so cool, Chase. That, that would have, be incredible. You have to make attacks in triplicate, like in threes on different targets, or else like they none of them land or something like that. That's incredible. I love yeah, that. I, I'm a workshop that actually i love that the oxford comma yeah my answer is that luck does not know what an oxford comma is do we think clive knows what an oxford comma is no almost mm. guaranteed not gotta be no I, right i doubt it i don't know he's he might be a forger i say like luck luck forges for uh like forges is that right like forgery forge yeah, yeah, creates forgeries yeah yeah but still doesn't know what an oxford comma is he just sees the mark there and thinks somebody like yeah he spilled some ink and takes it out but all right yeah but i think all of us as adult humans with some knowledge please tell me that we are all personal proponents of the oxford comma oh, yeah, oxford absolutely comma. absolutely okay uh, i'm not gonna lie i don't give two shits about the oxford comma i'm fine <laughs> with i'm fine with no punctuation at all just everything's one big run-on sentence. Oh, look, look at the chat that we've been doing back and forth. Look at the chat. And no punctuation. Not yeah, a, no, no punctuation. Wait, no, Sam there's did an apostrophe. one. Dan there's an apostrophe. Oh, Sam, there's two of did, them. Sam, no. There's some okay. conjunctions. That's just, just a habit. I'm sorry. Damn, Sam. Big, big, big grammar got me on that one. Look, look <laughs> read, the, read the first sentence. The first sentence typed by me. Out loud. Why does Chase sound like shit? Oh, sorry, not that one. Not that <laughs> one. <laughs> no, not that one. Uh, without pausing, that one. No, 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 no. Okay, not that one. It says it. May you be a little more. <laughs> Wait, where did you see that one? <laughs> <laughs> may you be. May you be. M a y u b e. 
And then I've got it wouldn't be it W O U N D L T. <laughs> Woundlet be blue. <laughs> anyway, okay. anyway, we're sorry, the wrong again. people to ask about Oxford yeah. comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I have strong <laughs> opinions, and I am strongly pro. I will fight on that. Well, let's not fight on it. <laughs> but all right, well, the let's next wait to one. fight in person. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to send your BS laptop a fucking virus. Just wait. It's probably already got a few, so <laughs> you would only make it stronger. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, the next one, Alex, this one's for you from Spoodle Canoodle. What up, Spoodle Canoodle? Shout out. Is Fiddy afraid of dogs? And if so, how do him and Matt get along? Fiddy mm. is a good boy just like Mac, and he definitely gets along with dogs. I think that he doesn't actually No, I scratch that retcon. Fiddy hates dogs. <laughs> 180. And, and <laughs> the only reason why he likes Mac is because Mac is, is a machine. I was going to say, I, that's, that's what I was going to say is like, even it, if he doesn't like dogs, like Mac's a robot. So it's like, yeah, dude, he's not actually a dog. Yeah, I had to do first circle. He likes Mac until he pulls out the uh, the spray bottle. That oh yeah, it's got to be built into him somewhere, right? He likes Mac until he until Mac tries to kill the people he's trying to keep alive, which has oh, yeah. happened more than it shouldn't have. Huh? Meaning it should have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you're saying Mac should be more aggressive, is what I'm hearing. I'm not opposed to it as Alex. I think Fiddy is opposed to it. <laughs> Max already Max already killed a dude. Yeah, Max already got blood on his paws, bro. Oh no. Yeah, Mac, Mac, is, uh, uh, Mac has no feelings. He's fine. <laughs> He's a robot. I guess that's true. Like yeah. Goddard. He just obeys his programming like the rest of us living in this society. In the simulation. Okay. okay. In the Whoa. simulation, yeah. Chase, ask another question. <laughs> Because now you're scaring me, bro. Good. Why is talking about the simulation we live in frighten you? Yes. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. This one will devolve <laughs> into what I assume will take most of the rest of our time here, which is Flammed asks, oh, no. all caps... Please talk about honor among thieves. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. It was, it was nice talking to you guys. Uh, I'll see you next Wednesday. Oh, uh, you haven't you haven't he watched hasn't it. Seen it, right? I'm yeah. going to see it tomorrow. So oh. what, what I'll do, what I'll do is I'll take the headset off and then give me a sign when I'm coming back. Okay. 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 That'll, be that. That'll, be right. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right. All right, Keith has now left the chat. Okay, can we talk about how lame Luck is as a character? Let's establish something <laughs> real quick. How much spoilers are we actually going to give? I, I think none. right now... I say none. I say none. I say none. None, oh. none, none. I don't want to give away anything. Uh, okay. It's still the, so early. See, episode four is going to be the spoiler-free review of Honor Among Thieves, but wait till Small Talk 5. Yes. Watch it in the next three, four weeks, whenever... I want to give people time. Yeah, get ready because small. We could do like our initial thoughts, and then like give like an eight, give like a whatever out of ten, and then like the next one we really dive into it. Yeah. Okay. I 
I'll give my initial thoughts first, okay? Because I've, I've actually talked to a couple of people today about it because we all saw it, me, Sam, and Chase, and a couple of our friends saw it on Saturday. We're going to see it again on Thursday, me and my wife. So I, that'll wife. tell you... Yep, my wife. That'll tell you what I thought about it immediately there. Uh, guys, I, I, I'm going to admit it. It was really good. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. To me, it was one of the better movies I've seen in a long time because it didn't try to be anything that it shouldn't be. It was fun. It was funny. The cinematography was great, except for one green screen. You'll see it right in the beginning. It's a little obvious, but the choreography with the battles is great spells you know what they are when they cast them like i would give it a solid nine out of ten from alex uh so i thought i really didn't have a whole lot of expectations going into it just just with yeah i've seen this like i've seen this script before where it's like people get hyped about uh like a video game or some sort of like thing they're adapting to cinema and it usually turns out bad uh, this one was really good. Uh, even if the only reason you see this movie is to see Chris Pine absolutely kill it for like two hours, like that's worth going just for that. Like Chris Pine was really, really good. Uh, I would say eight and a half out of 10. Easy. I could be convinced of higher as well. So I'm going to be the odd man out here because while I thoroughly did enjoy it, I had a lot of things I thought could have been better. <laughs> so for what it was, which in my head, it's an intro into the into this world. It's an intro into what D&D is for a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. I loved seeing like, okay, that's a, that's a sorcerer casting spells that I can pick out from playing D&D. They're name dropping a lot of cool D&D stuff. I loved seeing D&D played out and animated. It was so cool. The plot-wise, I thought it was fun. Felt at some points a little tiny bit forced. But overall, I enjoyed it and I'm excited to see more. We'll save save some of the uh, more, uh, as Sam is putting in the chat, that Chase is a big hater, more of the hater comments for the spoilery episode. But wait, I will wait, say, wait. Did you give your rating? My rating would be about a six to seven out of ten. Oh, that's, that's just okay. not, that's not correct. Now think think this through because a five is an average movie. Five is meh. If it's like a six and a half, seven, it's good. When I get into the eight, nine, ten range, that is a favorite movie of all time kind of. Okay, range. what's a ten out of ten movie for you then? Uh, Nick Cannon's Drumline. I, is that a I, joke? I don't know what that movie joke. is. <laughs> it's a joke. But okay, I, I, I did really enjoy the movie. Everybody should go see it. I want to go watch it again. And uh, I will say, yeah, this isn't spoiler. So Keith, you can still listen. We just got his headphones back on. But my favorite part of that, of actually watching the movie though, was not, <laughs> unfortunately, not anything going on screen. It was the one guy in the back of the theater who did like a, Every time Every they like time. name dropped the D D thing, <laughs> like they just said Baldur's Gate at one point. You hear, 
<laughs> I'm like, dude, you're having the best night, and I love it for you. I that you man was probably like in his fifties, and like probably started playing D and D like as a kid, and is yeah. like seeing his dream just lived out on Absolutely. the big screen. So. I, I was happy for him that he was having such a good time, and I loved it. I like I said, I'm a little. It didn't. That review didn't sound like I loved it. I did love it. I will see it again. I thoroughly, deeply desire one of those damn popcorn tubs. And I'm oh, that's very, why you're. Oh, that's why you're giving it a six out of ten because you didn't get a popcorn I, I didn't get a popcorn tub. tub. Although, okay, I was a little bit annoyed because I found out. I think it's in the Netherlands. They they have. A popcorn tub, and they also have a drink dice yep. tower. I saw the drink what? dice tower today. Yeah. I saw that. It's so cool. Yeah, and the, apparently there some region they also have a like a map that you can get, like a cloth map. I think this country sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I will say that it is cool to hear that there are three fairly different opinions about the movie, so the audience can, you know we're all telling you to go watch it. It was fun. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a good time at, at, with nothing else. So, and similar to what Sam was saying, we've seen this movie before where like, or the, seen this story before where you get hyped for something and it doesn't live up to expectations because of reasons or something starts out good and then gets shit because the creators get hired for star Wars and then completely fumble the last two seasons, ruin one of the best TV shows ever made in the fantasy genre. And I'm not going to name names, but it, it rhymes with, uh, Dame of Tomes, but yeah, it going in like with the expectations, I was still blown away. I was still so very happy that they took a fantasy thing, put it on screen, and it was good. But Keith, do you have thoughts on what were your movies that you put in the chat? <laughs> Maverick and All Quiet on the Western All's Front. Yes, do we get your All Quiet on the Western Front review? Uh, it was uh, not as good as the book. It was like rant. Okay. Uh, yeah, no one gives a fuck about spoilers. It was not great. The book was better, and the Netflix adaptation um, adaptation just felt like a war flick. It was really disappointing. I have not seen Top Gun Maverick, and I should. So I just threw that one out there. Oh, yeah. It, 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 once you see either. Top Gun Maverick, we have to talk about Top Top Gun Maverick fan theories because I have several. I haven't seen the original Top Gun, but I have seen Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> That's fine. I That's have, all you need to say. <laughs> I've seen the original, but I haven't seen Maverick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, both of you go watch Maverick this week, and then we can talk about that. Okay, I like it. Right. Well, Chase, well, do we have enough time for one more question? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull one, because I almost didn't pull it, because we've kind of talked about this before, but so a new... Uh, a new happening has occurred that I want to talk about on this front. And from Gonger Brood, do any of you do reading in your free time? If so, do you have a favorite author or genre? Now, we have talked about this and we all know Keith's favorite, Brando Sando. And I yes. have started reading Warbreaker. Really? Yes. And so far, I... so good. I am terrible at reading. So I took like a week-long hiatus when I got into watching Attack on Titan. It's two weeks now. So I'm going to get it back up and I'm taking it to California with me next week. And I intend to go sit on the beach one night and read so that and have it on the plane. But I was the thing that clicked in my head because I was reading through it and something felt so familiar and I could not figure out what it is for a while. But I was sitting there reading and slight spoilers. You learned this pretty early in the book because I'm still fairly early in the book. But there is a group of people that returned 
that if you die after having lived a good enough life or died in a particularly heroic way, you are essentially reborn as a god. And that clicked with me. And I didn't understand why till I flipped to the back of the book and saw that Brandon Sanderson is a creative writing professor at BYU. And that, <laughs> and that, that, that whole live a good life, die and become a God is a central tenet of the Mormon faith. Yep. My boy <laughs> is like the only uh, fantasy writing Mormon that I can think of. Yeah. But so far, really damn good. So... Anybody else have book stuff? Or y'all want me to pull one more question to talk about? Uh, I don't have any book stuff, but I started watching Avatar: The Last Airbender for Yay! the first time. Yes, let's go. Okay, good. I'm 13 episodes in, and it's incredible. It's going to be in my top, at least my top seven favorite shows of all time. Probably top not, five. You're not even at the best it's, part. It still yeah. gets a lot yeah. better. It gets even better. Like it's it incredible. might even go up to a top three for you. After like episode two, I was like. I I would fully like take a bullet for Appa like right now. Like no questions asked. Absolutely. Appa is the best. And also one thing when I like tell people like, oh yeah, Avatar is like my favorite show of all time. I've gotten a couple times that that's a kid's show, right? No, it's definitely not. It shouldn't be. It is. And it kind of should be because it has a lot of good lessons too. But also... The that you find out that there was a genocide in the second episode, it's like it's heavy. <laughs> that that's the thing that Ashton is actually noticing because her and I are going through her first official watch through of Avatar as we speak, and we're on season two. We're almost done with season two, and that's the thing that she keeps pulling up is it's really good lessons like mm-hmm. for this for a young audience like we grew up on the lessons from this from this tv show absolutely and like that's the only thing that you're missing out on sam with it although i didn't watch it all the way through actually until i was in college like i watched it as a child here and there and then in college it's like you know i remember really liking the show i should give it a watch through from the beginning and that's when I became obsessed and wanted to get tattoos of it and really go all in on fucking Avatar. That's, yeah, I, now, I have the same experience. I now mm-hmm. see why you have an Avatar tattoo. I will oh, probably yeah. also eventually have an Avatar tattoo. It just I just don't know what it's going to be yet. That I have like ideas for like four or five more that I want, but it's like I feel like I need to diversify the ink on my body just a little bit. I disagree. So, yeah, honestly, it, I might just become... Your body um, should just be a shrine for Avatar. Yeah, I'll just be a walking, talking shrine for Avatar. <laughs> and I'm perfectly okay with that. So I can share some ideas with you. There's plenty out there. Great, except for episode three. The Great Divide, gotta be honest, I'm not happy that it's so early in the series because it's it's easily it's the fine. most mid-episode. It's okay. It's fine. It was like, I thought you were, when you were saying when you were telling me about it, I thought it was going to be like super sad or something and it was but it was like i don't know it just wasn't what i was expecting i thought it was fine i thought it was pretty good chase you didn't like the great divide episode no he told me to he told me like watch out for it yeah i just didn't want it to turn you off because it's so early and it is pretty universally decided as the worst episode of avatar last airbender because yeah i you like it I don't hate it. I don't have any. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. it. It's just it's mid in a show that is fantastic. 
Whatever you say. Uh, do we have one more question that's not uh, book related? Yeah, we can pull one more. We gave zero book answers, by the way. Yeah, I'm oh, so sorry. We've talked I, a lot I don't about read books. very often. I wish I did, but even if I did read, it would probably look. Yeah. Here's the I last. Got, I got my 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 time on the. Uh, I think it was like two small talks ago <laughs> for books for books. Okay, okay, okay. I I I'm gonna ask this question. Okay, is that okay? I've never asked one of these before, so are y'all okay. ready? Okay. Yeah. Well, you just asked us a question, so... Oh, dang, I did. Okay, okay. This is a user question from the Discord. Da Fireslinger has asked us, and I'm going to kind of change up their their question a little bit, but they have asked us, when will we be getting the Nano BBQ cookbook? Oh. And what I have for everybody, this is my question. What What are we putting in it? Everybody's got to throw in a dish, potluck style, to the James Hold BBQ. What are uh, we? Not not Fiddy. I'm talking yeah. Alex, Chase, Sam, Keith. What are we bringing to the BBQ? Since I'm the only one here that has taste buds, apparently, so that we found out in the previous small talk, I will be bringing a baked mac and cheese. Mm, okay, okay. Because all of y'all are Mac haters. I don't know why, but y'all made it very clear in a previous small talk. Wait, is that true? Do the do, do the three of us not like mac and cheese? I don't like mac and cheese. No, uh, I'm very mid on it. Oh, hell yeah. All right, sorry. So nobody's eating Chase's dish. That's fine with me. <laughs> More for me. Anybody got a smoker? Uh, No, not me. Dang, <laughs> okay, I got the pork. It. I got the pork. Or, oh, was... wait, 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 wait. Your dad, hold on. He he does make some mean barbecue. Your dad's making the pork. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. His dad's making the pork. So I got to think about what I'm... I'm making cornbread. Right, corn let me slip in here That's first. So I'm, I'm a I'm a two liter in napkins kind of guy. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just, bro, if I want some chips, I can bring the, the Lay's. Here's a fun story. So it, I have a rule in class that my students can have a party whenever they want. They just have to plan it and bring everything. So I only have about one party from each class every year. And every year they don't talk and at least <laughs> 10 people bring plates and napkins. I've an entire filing cabinet of Amazing. plates and napkins. That's wonderful. Uh, I, to this potluck, I'm going to bring a nice key lime pie. I'm going to bake a key lime pie. That's what I'm going to do. Mm, Respectful. Nice. Okay. Cornbread. The, the, your dad's got, Chase's dad's got board. the meat. Chase yeah, got the Mac. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't like this. Keith got paper napkins. <laughs> hey, we don't you, have you don't any want to eat on the table. No. Do we have cups? We don't have no, any just, drinks. No, just two liters. I said oh, okay. bring two liters. So <laughs> two liters from everybody. the bottle. Yeah. So that is, <laughs> just bring one two liter per person. And we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's, that's the first four entries in the official Nano cookbook. Okay, guys. Two liters is also <laughs> just a whole page dedicated to two liters. Absolutely. What's a Although, two? Hey, Chase. What's a two? What's like? What are some different two liters in your fantasy world that that Keith can get? No, this oh, is real wow. life. This is Keith in real life it's bringing uh, Doctor Wham. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> hey, hey, I love Doctor Wham. Mountain Lightning, Dr. Wham, what else? Mr. Bright, uh, of course. Have y'all had that? Have y'all had Dr. Well, they're different, yeah. Have Dr. Like Dr. Wham, Dr. Bob? Yes, Dr. I've, Bob is I've, I haven't had Dr. Bob. <laughs> they're all better than... No, I wouldn't say that. Dr. Pepper OG is still better. No, you guys, I'm bringing Fresca, so get ready. Oh, my I'm bringing, Lord. I'm bringing Cheerwine. 
Oh, oh hell yeah. Cheer wine Look, look, look. I got a cheer wine. Oh, that's a cheer nice. wine. I, bro, I love cheer wine. Cheer wine. I kind of want to go and get cookout for dinner now because they're the only place nearby that has cheer wine. Yeah, but well, then you actually have to eat cookout food and cookouts mid. It is. <laughs> the last time, okay, the last time I had, I got cookout, I was actually sick with, I think it was the flu. I never actually got it tested. I just toughed that shit out, but I was sick with like the flu and literally it was. And you ate takeout? It was 2.30 a.m. Nowhere was open. <laughs> I didn't have any ingredients to, to cook with and nothing to snack on. I was like, I want a milkshake and I want those little cheese curds, the fried cheese curds that they I have. I do love their fried cheese curds. That's... So yeah, like 2.30 a.m. I rode out to cook out and just got like, got one of their bacon cheeseburger. I got a hot dog. I got some cheese curds and I got a milkshake. <laughs> and I just came home and sick little Chase pigged out. And don't worry, I wore a mask through the drive-thru because I'm not an asshole trying to get somebody sick. And yeah, that was... It was the best food I've ever had that night because I was sick and hungry and it was 2.30 a.m. and I was just ready for those damn cheese curds. In my entire existence on this planet, I've never once heard somebody being like, I have the flu. It's 2.30 a.m. I need to go get some food. That's the perfect medicine. That's something. Hey, I mean, it helped, obviously. So It started out mostly for a desire for ice cream and like something mm. fried and cheesy and cookout was the place I knew would have them. And I didn't eat a hot dog. I misremembered. It was one of their uh, fried chicken honey mustard wraps. God, I do like those things now. Those, those things are pretty good. They're good. They also have the bacon wrap. Oh, I don't yeah. know if y'all get that. Y'all are making me hungry. Yeah, I'm really hungry. I haven't Bro. eaten dinner yet. So we'll wrap up here because I'm very hungry. And I think my, my comrades here are as well. So thanks for listening. Stick around a little bit longer because uh, at the end of this, you're, or no, I'll do an extra outro after the fact because that's better. But <laughs> stick around. Listen to the interview that we did with a Game Tank Uh and check out our link tree, linktr.ee slash notanothernat1. Uh, there you're going to find all of our social medias. There you're going to find the SoundCloud with the awesome original music that Alex has written for the show. Uh, there you're going to find our Redbubble to go and buy stickers and support our show uh, monetarily. And you'll also find a Google Drive filled with wallpapers that you can use to rep Nano on your devices. So thanks for listening. And Sam, you got something to take us out with? Uh, yeah, stay goofy, my friends. <laughs> we getting goofy. We getting goofy. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I hate to interrupt right in the middle of this episode, but I wanted to forewarn you guys. I have been working my butt off to try and fix the audio that you're about to hear. Uh, and I was unsuccessful. Uh, it, it It's a little difficult to listen to. Uh, and I will be completely honest with you. But the guys at Game Tank are freaking awesome. And the products that they have and their showcase in our YouTube video, that with the context of the video, it makes a little bit more sense. The audio isn't as bad, but on a 
you know, on a podcast where all you have is audio. We wanted to put this out here for you guys because we believe that what Game Tank is doing is worth it. Like they are freaking awesome. They're brick figures and uh, this beholder that they have dropped that you're going to hear about and see. Y'all need to check this out because it's definitely something that our fandom is into uh, is brick figures and building stuff. So listen to Game Tank, the interview, but better yet, go watch it on our YouTube when we post it. We'll post it uh, officially on our Discord and you'll see that and all that good stuff. So anyway, guys, take care. Have a good one. Everybody, we are here with a special guest today. First time we've had a guest on on the show. Uh, we are here with Game Tank. They are a toy company making uh, brick sets for D and D. So, uh, why don't y'all uh, introduce yourselves, fellas? Uh, I'm Alex, and this is Josh. And Josh, yeah, we're Game Tank, and we're missing our third member here too. He has been under the weather for the past few months, uh, Brendan Weekend. Well, sorry to hear that. I hope he feels better. Sending much love. But yeah, thanks for joining us, uh, Josh and Alex. Uh, so yeah, see some cool stuff in front of y'all. Want to tell us about that? Yeah, uh, thanks for having us. Uh, so we kind of got into uh, doing brick sets for Dungeons and Dragons right before the pandemic. Really, uh, we were. Yeah. yeah. I was playing another sort of um, brick-based role-playing game, kind of more like a little more battle-heavy, uh, kind of like Risk almost, but with minifigures and. I started building dice towers onto the maps that we were building, almost on a circular yeah. table like this, even. Uh, and then one day, Alex came over, and Brendan was in and we there were, too. And yeah, we were we were playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, separately. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah separate from the the Lego stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, you can if you hop on our Instagram, you can see photos. Oh, of it the, goes back. The yeah. Lego thing. Yeah, it's definitely. It'll be, it'll be like years old. Yeah, but it's a great photo. I mean, it's like. Just this huge table of like. There Lego. is the first the first dice tower is in a picture on our thing. That, is it, it? It was the one. There is actually. Now that I'm realizing, doing it, I'm putting this together for the first time. Um, but like that first one that you were like, you should make that into a, a thing. <laughs> um, that's on our. That's on our actual. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, Alex came by one day and uh, kind of said, "Like you should build one of these specifically for D and D." And I was like, I. Don't really know what that means, but I'll give it a go. Uh, and thus, the Farmer's Dice Tower, which is right here, was born. Uh, you know, different colors to start, fully opening like door that doubles as oh, dice cool. storage. You can drop a dice right down it, comes down the little tray. Uh, also works with scenery for your uh, for your gaming. Um, you know, whether it's D and D or Pathfinder or Call of Cthulhu, it's yeah. you know. And I mean, so it's like our first. Two sets were uh, are were our yep. dice towers. Yep. Um, but what we really want to kind of spread is the the use of brick sets, you know, from Lego, from Creo, from Game yep. Tank. Yep. That mm-hmm. um, you know can be used with Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, it just it gives you so much creative freedom as yeah. a dungeon master and as a player. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you could have. Yep. Uh, like when battles happen, you can have pieces that fall off. Mm-hmm. You can, um, you know, you can change what your minifigure looks like and what they're wearing and what they're holding. Where a lot of other the yeah, you know, resin, resin plastic 
molded miniature pieces are so much more uh, stagnant. And yeah, not like this forever. Not that that's bad, but they definitely just add that extra layer of uh, yeah. creativity I mean, and accessibility. Yeah, what happens when yeah. your character loses arm? I mean, do, yeah, exactly. do, do you take a Dremel to your minifigure? <laughs> yeah. like, no more arm. Gone arm. forever. <laughs> but I mean, that is a little more. But uh, I mean, that's what I would. Yeah. But yeah, no, so we kind of, that's kind of been, uh, it, it's kind of started with this one thing. And I think as we've done a couple Kickstarters here and we've done a couple of trade shows um, from like brick trade shows to actual yeah. uh, board game. There's been growing pains. Sure. Absolutely. But but I think one of the biggest feedbacks we've gotten is like, it's just really, uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback from parents uh, who see this product yeah. for like, 12 to 15 year old who are kind of like on the fence a little bit. They're, it's kind of that age where you're starting to get out of Lego, right? I, like even like Lego it has it, they, they call it their, like the dark period, right? With, with like <laughs> yeah. every, everybody plays with these toys and plays with plastic bricks. Like you reach a certain age where you're like, I'm too old for this, right? Like <laughs> I'm, I want to do cooler things. I want a girlfriend, whatever. Um, and so, like, there's a time when you just stop, like, and then a lot of people I found in, like, the brick community, as I've gotten older, too, they have this dark period, and then they realize, you know, they kind of get back into it in their 20s or their early 30s or even with their children, and they see that it's still something that is, like, an actual, very entry-level hobby. I think a lot of hobbies are, yeah. are not the most successful things to get into. If you look at, like, Warhammer or Magic or yeah. a lot of these other cost thing to get into i think community is already very accessible and it's just like it's almost like the two systems were like made for each other 100 you know they're both about like you know expressing yourself creatively yep. yeah uh, mm -hmm. you know having fun with your hands and doing you know goofy stuff yeah. and making you know silly silly spaceships well not in the D, &D world no for sure but, i mean <laughs> you get spell you jammer though it's in there <laughs> Oh yeah. Speaking of that dark period, I definitely had something similar to that where I played with them as a kid, stopped in like middle school. I'm like too old for yeah. this. And actually it was college got me back into it. We had yeah. a Lego lab in my engineering building where it was like you built a Lego car in a manufacturing line. And then after I graduated, it's like I'm gonna start buying these sets and playing with them. And uh I know at least we have one other member of our show who he and I have both talked before about like how cool it would be to have like D and D Legos, and unfortunately, they haven't done that. But Game Tank has got us here. Got to get us set. That's, that's cool. Yeah. That's that's what we're here for. I I we do I do have to pay homage though to like Wizards of the Coast did try and make a Dungeons and Dragons line until oh, like yeah. 2012. This is like huh. third edition here, and it's uh it's not great. Uh, <laughs> the figures are really cool. We wanted it to be great. The figures yeah. are cool. The sets are cool, but there's like no. Well, those, it's there's not no actual, story. It's not actual D and D though. No, it's not even D and D. I mean, like they have like a, or, well, I think they have Creo, that Creo. There's a Creo thing, but they have like that uh, Drizzt minifigure that they made, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. But it is also too like there's not. I don't know. I personally feel like they missed the they missed the mark on. Who they're aiming for because it was also too right. like they gave you these little catapults and like little plungers and so the, the whole idea that was, was just like knock system. down that was that was the system it, it wasn't was, the uh, yeah, it was, so it's it kind was, of a game was, in and of itself without actually being like a tabletop rpg yes. right yes. yeah which was kind of weird because it's like they had access to all the all the lore everything. yeah yeah all the licensing yeah 
So it's just a little odd. Yeah. Well, but... that's also too, I think, what kind of sparked our second project. So with our second project with the Wizard's Tower, we thought like, we're going to go bigger, right? Bigger tower. You can roll yeah. all seven dice down it. You can hold all your dice. Um, but then we also wanted to include our own custom campaign that went along with that. Yeah. We actually wrote a three-session D&D campaign. Oh, that's writer, really cool. Illustrated. So the Wizard's, the Wizard's Tower, and then it comes with battle maps that sit on top of it, or that you put the tower on top of. So you actually like play with the tower. You know, parts come off, and they go and sit on other parts of the map. And so you're kind of like, we set it up so you can play with it after you're done building it. And even after uh, you're done using those dice tower. Right. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I checked out y'all's Instagram after you reached out and was like, oh, that Wizard's Tower looks cool as hell. And I didn't realize how cool it was because I don't. I think I completely missed the fact that it had a map and like a campaign and came apart. That's the thing. Yeah, we, we're we learning how to, to market struggling it. With we're that. learning how to market it, I think. Yeah, where it's like, I, I felt that we were clear in our marketing materials, but... It, it did seem like it was, if, at least it felt like it was part of the reason of why people liked it so much more. And, but maybe mm-hmm. it was just they liked it more because it was bigger. It was definitely, I think it was the stepping stone for distribution. For sure. You know, where it was like, we were, this, we were, uh, so we weren't able to get distribution uh, through, there, so. The handful of distribution channels. That are yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm like three. So like distributors are like big companies that are, um, they're the sourcing agents yeah. for like stores. And stuff. People yeah. Know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. I mean, there's like. I mean, I didn't know it until like I knew it. I guess so. I guess. <laughs> but like, you throw the word alliance around and people know what you're talking about. I feel like in the gaming industry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. If you're even like near it. Oh, okay. Well, alliances, if you don't know, it's, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's one of the bigger, uh, it's it's the biggest shout out game tabletop distributor. Shout out Alliance. Thank you, Alliance. We love you, Alliance. Yes, please. <laughs> Shout out. Please keep buying our product. And thank you to all the mom and pop shops that uh, order through Alliance yes. and have supported us. Yes. So thank you. Very uh, helpful in us growing and continue to grow. Yeah. But I mean, there was a call with the buyer at Alliance yeah. and we were able to, like, it wasn't just like a Lego or a Lego compatible brick set. It was, yes. you know, it had a campaign and an adventure and yeah. all these yeah. things. And I think that was sort of the tipping point, you know, of rounding it out into like a, a full product. Yeah. Not just a kind of one-off. QC yeah. Power. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah. So I'm guessing they, they don't come pre-assembled. You get a little instruction booklet building, I'm guessing. Oh yes. Uh, Josh is actually going to grab it. Or do we have, I got, I got a whole one right here. So it's just right. like your normal comes with a full box. Yeah. You get, uh, Let's see. Here, bring it. I might as well, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll open up the box here. Can you still hear Josh? I don't know. Yeah, I can still hear him. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, these are some of our maps that you get with it. They're fully pulled out. Double-sided. Oh, nice. And so, yeah, like the tower will like, fit on it and also incorporate the wizards or the farmer's tower kind of into the story, too. Uh, and there's also a full instruction manual that comes with the build instructions in the back. Nice. And then uh, you get a custom character sheet. Oh, wow. Y'all really thought of it all. Session, full three-session D&D 5th edition campaign. 
uh, you know, full of stats, uh, full of uh, everything the DM really needs. You would need. And we also tried yeah. to keep it good really for like a beginner it, yeah. DM. Or yeah, we tried to yeah. keep it open ended to where you could scale it up and make it harder. You can make it more role play. We really didn't want to like lean into any of those too right. hard and, and force people to play the certain way. But as like yeah. a beginner DM, I really appreciate um, when there's like text in the book that's like when you when yeah. the when the players enter this room read this copy you know yeah. and it's like in, in italics you know as like a description for the room and it's like you don't have to do that but it really helps you know oh, yeah. I think. yeah i mean i was definitely i'm always i still talk about it those choose your own adventure books oh yeah it is so I mean, great I, they're so great and i mean you spend i, I don't know i've never put I've never had a book in my life where I've thumbed through it so many times and actually like physically touched the pages. Usually it's like one page, one page, you know, like, like but you're, there's so much more of a tactile thing, right? Oh yeah. Like this like adds being another, able to jumping around and stuff. Absolutely. And, oh, yeah. and like this adds another layer to that instruction manual. Like you're not going to go through all the instruction manual right now, you know, because you built the thing. There's right. Still, there's still more. There's still more to do with it. There's still more to encounter. And yeah, definitely choose your own adventure type of stuff. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it, it didn't. It wasn't like a huge amount of extra cost. No, it was a lot of extra work. It was so oh, much sure. design work. Oh, I oh bet. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. And then, we, uh, yeah, working we, with our writer. Well, we did a. We we had like a jam session where yeah. it was lit. How many days? An ideation I, session. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I just learned that word today. But. Like we, how many days was I sleeping on your floor? Oh yeah, no, there was like a forty-eight hour. Lock I, oh wow! I, I called it our game, our game tank lock-in, <laughs> where I set Alex up like a bed on the floor, and we were just like, I, I had to bring my like, I brought my whole desktop in. computer, yeah. like my two monitors. I'd wake him up with breakfast, and then I'd say, "Sit down and work." Yeah, his wife was just... like, "What the hell's going on in my living room?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice that you have your own place now because now I can just come over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very much what happened. Yeah, I told yeah. them I was moving in, and there's a full production setup. Yeah, yeah just lock leaving. the door. Nobody gets out till the job's done, right? Exactly. <laughs> Best way to get uh, something done. A hundred percent. Sleep whenever. Caffeine bottles everywhere. Oh my gosh! Yeah. There you it go. Was yeah. Fun. Yeah, it was a really good time. I mean, All right. Well, okay. Like, Important I'm, question though. Energy drink of choice. I mean, I'm classic Red Bull. Classic Red like, Bull. I'm straight classic. Red Bull because I don't I don't drink them too often but when I do I'm like I, I almost treat it like medicine so I want that medicine. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta like, have the extra it. kick. I'm gonna be lame and say just black coffee. Actually, instant coffee. Oh, just there you go. I'm oh. an I'm an instant coffee guy. So oh wait, I'll literally just take <laughs> a spoon like the instant coffee and just be like, all right, I'm done, and then like chug that and be like, okay, I'm yeah. Just any yeah. way you get that caffeine in the bloodstream, right? Yeah. He. he <laughs> When we were cranking those out before, he got me in these caffeine pills that are like green tea extra. Okay. <laughs> uh, so our Alex used to use those way too much. We finally got them off. I was like, dude, you don't need the extra caffeine. <laughs> uh, no, there's definitely there's a moment where I feel like my heart's gonna explode, and then oh, I'm yeah. like, oh cool, we're about to like calm down a little bit. But there's a moment there where I'm like, why am I sweating sitting in the car? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we were like at the computer, just like shaking. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you know. More coffee. Yeah. You just set yourself on vibrate. So. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, right. uh, what I'm curious about though is that little red guy sitting in the middle of the table. That's that's the Kickstarter, right? right? Here, let me. I'll deliver it to the camera, Josh. Oh, Coming awesome. down the pipe. This is the brick eyed tyrant. We are launching this on Ooh. Kickstarter. 
on April 4th. So it will have been launched by the time you're hearing this, by the time you're seeing this, could already be completed, could already be filled. We don't know. Uh, we're so really... So is it like a dice jail or is it also a tower? What? Yeah, yeah. Guess, more of a dice jail. Okay. More so also just, you know, uh, table decoration, but even to... Uh, it is to scale with a minifigure. So if you yeah. are, you know, using minifigures on your battlefield, you can throw this guy out there. Uh, you know, the eyes whip around, the jaw opens and closes. He's, uh, they are very versatile and kind of something where we wanted to test the waters a little bit. We've had this design yeah. for like almost over a year now. We've had this ready to go and have just been kind of, uh, I got married in September. So we definitely put a lot of stuff on hold for that. Yeah. Uh, I quit my job. Started my own shop. I broke my gig <laughs> no, uh, in November. It's been uh, this last year has been a lot. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're we're yeah. we're making a push again. Making um, a push, starting with something we feel like we're know we're able to do. Not a huge goal, uh, yeah. but I feel like it's also it's something to way that, less than what yeah. we had to do for the you know the wizards. Yeah. Star, yeah. Oh yeah. We're sticking to we're sticking to just the product this time. We're having very uh. No stretch goals, really. No stretch goals, doing yeah. it very sensible, very, uh, yeah. we think, I, I, yeah, sort of just straight to the point, like, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing this set, and then, yep. you know, we'll and, do another set. And we're, we're trying to get to the point, too, where we're launching, preferably, like, two Kickstarters a year for the next two or three years to kind of round us out and fill yeah. out our SKUs and give us, you know, like, yeah, fill out the catalog a bit. A hundred percent. So this is this is kind of our foyer into the monster realm and making stuff that is, a, you know, again, a full kit, something you can build yourself, mm-hmm. something you can play with, something you can then use on your tabletop and in your additional gameplay, or even just keep it on your desk because it looks super cool and it's fun to like. Yeah, yeah. my my DM on. brain kicked in when I saw you said the uh, the D20 in its mouth earlier, where it's like, oh, I definitely want to put a player's minifigure in the in the mouth. Just, 100%. oh, you're in trouble now. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, sometimes yeah. the dice deserve it. Sometimes the dice oh, yeah. deserve it. That's, or sometimes you got your like big bad dice. You don't want to break out until you like know it's time, and yeah. you like keep it like a dice throne almost. We are yeah. thinking about doing like possibly like an actual jail though at We're, some point. We we've, are, got, we've got a lot, we have a lot of ideas around. For I'm not stuff. making any promises. Please do not take <laughs> my word as law. Uh, uh, also, uh, give us your word. We're always open <laughs> to like. I I think we very much like. Tried very much tried with our second tower to listen to what people had to say. I think one mm-hmm. of the biggest feedback was like, "I want a bigger one," and so we were like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, uh, here's a bigger know. one." <laughs> and so I think uh, now that we've done that, I think you know, uh, I personally want to expand out our dice tower line, have more of these twenty to thirty dollar models, have more of these fifty to sixty dollar models, have stories that kind of combine everything and tie the universe together, put that in together with brick monster models as well and i think it really could be something where you know it's uh yeah it's not a one-time use with buying this product you know you very much you can take it apart you can use it again you can make all your own stories and fantasies and you know uh, but it's like yeah but it's all um you know uh it's like we're not just limited to like the dice tower of like the house and buildings and stuff. Like you could do like a tree or a campfire set, or uh, you could create like an, like a dungeon set, you know, or a tavern that like unfolds. And it's like a, uh, 
like a that's a cool dungeon one. master's guide you know, or yeah. not a dungeon master or a dungeon master screen. A, a dungeon screen yeah yeah uh, here's There's, my free I mean, pitch completely stolen from Alex's description right there. The next one, just a tree. You drop it in the leaves, and the the stopper is the benches around a fire pit. Yeah, there you go. yeah I love right it. Yeah. Down to do a little fire pit, too. That's a good idea. I oh, like yeah. fire pit. I that like wasn't, that. that. That's new. That's a fresh one. Yeah, that's right. a good little... Yeah, there you go. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down, Chase. <laughs> uh, do it, do <laughs> Don't it. Don't be surprised if you see it advertised to you soon. Oh, for sure. Just uh, if y'all do, I want one. We just want, we want oh, yeah. some. Don't worry. Don't worry. A hundred percent. We have not forgotten where we came from and who gave us ideas. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So y'all's whole team is just uh, the three of y'all, right? And uh, and a lot of very, very talented, contracted okay, art- yeah. artists from illustrators to writers to map makers to uh, audio technicians, you know, kind of. Yeah, I personally, I I have we a, a stop motion person. At one point we no? are working with a stop motion guy right now. Yeah, uh, here in Chicago, who's been super awesome. Aaron Leg, shout out Aaron. Still got a shout out Aaron. Uh, <laughs> oh my he hasn't started the work. So. Oh, okay, That's fine. I, mean, I get it. I keep God. I keep meaning to be like. All right, keep... shout out Aaron, but put it on hold. So shout out Aaron, we got you. You know it's coming. Uh, he's got that. You know the But no, a lot of uh, a lot of super super. Super talented, Zelda Galeski, Louise Akbara, uh, logo design via uh, I can't remember her last name, and from Brazil. Uh, yeah, just a lot of really talented people that have helped us, uh, help us kind of round this out. So I mean, also to like, I, this is one thing. Shout out to all of our Kickstarter backers. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I've been saying this recently too, and I do also feel like I feel like both of our backgrounds really have helped make this what it has become uh, and allowed us to be able to do what we've been able to do. I personally have a degree in commercial photography, so a lot mm. of this kind of stuff, the visual, is becomes very easy to me. And uh, Alex is... Oh, yeah, I was I was in working in toys yeah. for uh, a long time. Yeah, <laughs> and Brendan nice. is our rock of general nerddom, and I say very much he is our voice that kind of holds us together. He's our Magic the Gathering judge. He's, he's, he's the secret sauce, <laughs> yeah. is what he is. Like, it's, you, you can't put your finger on it, but then when someone says, like, oh, that, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, he just comes in with the right thing to say at the right time. Yeah. Uh, he's got that, the sniper shot nerd brain just there with yeah. the, what you need. Yeah, that, that's awesome. It, it is. It, it, it's almost like a Swiss Army man type situation. Where he's there just you like, go, yeah. He'll drop some wisdom at just the right time and say it in just the right way where, I don't know, it can make us, like, rethink things. Mm-hmm. Because both of us can definitely get a, a little ahead of ourselves sometimes. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> kind of just my, run. Well, my day job is engineering, so almost no help whatsoever with D&D podcasting. But, you know, we make it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, you a, are you a SolidWorks guy? No. So, yeah, CAD modeling, SolidWorks, never what I got into. I, I, I do requirements and systems tracking and stuff like that. I work with the smarter people. So, I'm... God, yeah, God. one that helps bring it together. They do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Everybody's important. Oh yeah. It's like every the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing how much it takes so many more people to do any one thing. That oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Everything just smooth is flows so much smoother when you have a, a good team around you, where everybody's yeah. got their strengths, can pick up the slack. A hundred percent, and that's I. I very much I think too. What I was 
getting at. Was yeah. We, 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 need humor too. we all round each other out in a really great way. That's yeah. very, very helpful for all of us to do what we wanted to do with this and kind of build it up. And, yeah. yeah. I think it was well, a good, uh, it was a good decision to, to like, to go into it as friends too. Cause it was mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's, it's so a, far. Yeah, so far. <laughs> no friendship ruined money yet. yet. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we haven't had any. We haven't had a reason to uh, financially strangle each other. But we fought. There you go. We have fought. We have fought. And yes. Been, I mean, I feel like that's, a, that's a given at some point. But it's about like though. marketing and stuff. Like it is. What kind of ads do we want to run? It's been and it's been weird. Like really fighting with another grown man that I'm not in an intimate relationship with. And then, and yeah, then like, yeah. yeah. And then also realizing yeah. like, and then also realizing like, oh, I have to talk to him. Yeah. Like, I, I might be mad. I might be this. I might be that. But there is, uh, we still have to talk to each other. Yeah. Yep. Whether we like it or not. And I mean, like, there's been some times when you definitely been like, take it. It's yours. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just sitting there like, what? And then he's like, and I know you knew we had to talk. Like, it's it's yeah. a, it's a weird, uh, it's weird, it's weird, but it's fun, and I'm happy to be doing it with my friends. Yeah, uh, that I, last sentence right there just sums it all up because. Obviously, starting a podcast, none of us have done this before. Very similar. It's like we all have different opinions, different creative tendencies. There are going to mm-hmm. be some 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 spats here and there, but yeah, yeah it's fun. You it can be tough, but it's nice fun. Oh yeah, and like painting, do it like with your friends. Painting and sharing a canvas with other people. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, and then like you, and, like you have an idea for the entire canvas, and they're like, yeah. "No, but that's my half of the canvas." Oh my god, I hate it. Have you? Seen- I, was, I was about to dive into like this whole freaking terrible. What's it called your home in our hands? Oh yeah, yeah, you love the show. Oh my god, it's, it's like a BBC show where they gave uh, interior designers like wannabe interior wannabe interior designers. Oh, okay, it was like trading spaces, but they kind of lied to the people that or they were getting their space. Oh. Oh no! It's amazing. You you see these homeowners cry. Oh it's wow! So, it's okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Highly recommend. Right. It. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's on the, the the Hulu channel actually. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So what did you say it was called? Ride. My your, your my, home in our hands. Yeah. Your, your home in our hands. hands. Yeah. All right. Well, that's perfect because also I, I don't know if y'all have listened to any small talks. We have a recurring theme of always talking about media and cinema. So I feel like that's a great spot to stop it. We've gotten into media and cinema Ooh, here. So, that's it. yeah, perfect. Media and cinema? Is that Me, Yeah, just to, mo- mostly movies. Cinema. Sometimes we dip into other media like TV shows and other podcasts, okay. uh, video games. Have you seen, but, speaking of media and cinema, have you seen the new. Uh, no, you already gave recommendations. The new dungeon. It's not a recommendation. Oh, yeah, uh, right. the yeah new D&D movie. Yeah. <laughs> the new yes. D&D movie. We, we went and you... saw it this past weekend. Uh, at least... Did you uh, get the nice. bucket? Did you, did you get the popcorn bucket? So, my theater was sold out. And then we found out after the fact that a couple of the guys from our Discord server got the last buckets that they had. <laughs> oh, like, like uh, all the buckets? They like got five of them or something? No, no. I think they just bought the ones for themselves, but they just happened to be the last buckets that our theater oh. had. But yeah, Wolf. saw it. It Wolf. was fun, and yeah. If y'all, if y'all got yeah. thoughts on it, I think we're actually going to talk about it in our did in you, this small talk. So, did you did you did you do any spoilers before you watched it? 
I went in almost completely blind. I knew it had Chris, yeah, uh, Chris Pine, and I knew there was an owl bear. And I actually yeah, complained. I, well, I was, in a, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, I was I, like going in, I was kind of wondering if they were going to lean into that, like the them acting like player characters and like they, the, mm-hmm. they did, didn't they? Not, not as much as I thought it was going to be. Okay. You know, it, uh, there were a couple of points, like especially some of Chris Prine's like one-liners or like those last little witty retorts. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, that sounds like it's from a table, but some of the others, not as much. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was they did comedy at some points really well. Okay. Yeah. Like that. I don't want to spoil it, but you know that like illusion spell that was cast. Oh, uh, that was good. That was, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> and the guy's foot I mean, being stuck and can't concentrate. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was. I thought it was great. I was a little upset. Not upset, but a little disappointed that there wasn't a beholder. But it makes sense yeah. for the Red Wizards and you know all that stuff. They're probably gonna do more movies. Yeah, it was cool to see a displacer beast. Yeah, oh yeah, that cool. that was cool. And that was my one gripe from the trailer was like it makes no sense to dodge a displacer beast by jumping into a gelatinous cube. You're asking for more damage. You're gonna die in there until I yeah. actually saw the movie. It makes it makes more sense, but no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. It was great. I really Oh yeah. It. All right. It's oh, on right. my list. Yeah. Right. I, I did hear through a friend, so this isn't I don't know if this is legit or not. But I did. I thought that the isn't the next one going to be like Baldur's Gate? Mm. I'm not sure. I hadn't heard much about the next one. I know they name dropped Baldur's Gate, but I have no information on a second movie yet. Mm. But but all right. Well, I think I think that about does it for us for our time here. But yeah, Josh, Alex, man. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. All the all y'all's uh the these brick sets, those dice towers, I'm very excited about, and I love the beholder. So yeah, thanks <laughs> Thank for you. coming on. I'm looking forward to seeing some more of what y'all put out. Thank you for having us on your talk. It's been super fun hanging out with you, Chase. All right. Well, appreciate it. All right. Bye, Everyone, guys. Bye, not another right. net one. <laughs> <laughs>